What's going on, Tuck? It's Friday night. I mean, it's not Friday night when the podcast comes out, but it's Friday night for us. It's Friday night in my heart, and that's where it matters. And Tuck, I got big news. We're finally, we've been trying to push the podcast into the next level. We've been trying to think, how do we get more listeners? How do we get that market share? I know how to do it. You ready for how? this? Are you sitting down? I am, yeah. I hereby claim Michigan for the podcast. That's how you do it. You can just do that. Did you know that? So it's it's fucking ours now. We'll like call them and, and make everybody listen, I guess. We'll figure that out later. I claimed it. That's the important part. I was just going to say we could just tweet out that we're president. I think that works. Like that yeah. we won. We won. They don't fact check it. They don't Congrats. fact check. You just say it. Well, actually, it's still undecided right now. So I was thinking we could do something fun through editing where we record, we record two alternate intros. Like we go, oh, welcome to Tuck and Rolls. It's a movie podcast by a guy that likes movies. That's me. And a movie guy. That's you. And Biden is your president. And then we could go, yeah, Here's whatever. what I think we I do. Gotta, I we're think not politics. Because I'm such a good editor, I'm yeah. going to uh, do a quick congratulations to, and then I will seamlessly in post, seamlessly drop in the winner. Okay. So <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, Tuck and Rolls would have liked to officially extend a congratulations and or fuck you to the next president of the United States, <laughs> Joe Biden. Wow. Seamless. You couldn't even tell. Seema- I don't think I couldn't tell. That was yeah, amazing. That's right. It was perfect. Uh, but like I said, we're not a political podcast. We're a movie podcast. So as long as they keep pumping, well, a movie slash pop culture podcast, that's another big news. But I would be um, surprised if we didn't get a movie about this election at some point. Um, <laughs> Man, it's like the Manchurian Candidate, but way shittier. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was John Oliver, but um, during uh, the Cheetos impeachment there, John Oliver's show, they just referred to it as dumb Watergate. <laughs> <laughs> it was like pretty good. But yeah, you're right. We don't talk about politics ever. And I definitely no. haven't had to cut out like 35 minutes of <laughs> politics before. But we do talk about movies. Um, did you and, and other things. Did you watch any good movies last week, Tuck? I did. Actually, I watched a couple. Um, it was Halloween. I guess it's kind of confusing for the listeners. But I was watching a scary movie on Saturday. I watched uh, Panic Room, which wasn't very scary. Or Escape Room. Escape room, not panic room. Pan- not panic room Foster. has Dwight Yoakam. That's scary. Not the. <laughs> so does Wedding Crashers. Yes. Friend yeah. of uh, friend of Vince Vaughn, and we're gonna say friend of the podcast, Dwight Yoakam. Friend of the friend of the pod, Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> you know, I'm sure he'd like us if he just met us. So we're gonna go Probably. with everybody. Um, Escape room. I saw that one too. What'd you think? It was okay. I kind of liked. Uh, yeah, like they're definitely trying to make a franchise out of it, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. I didn't think it was overly gory, like. Like the Saw movies, I liked the no, very it predictable it. It, twist. It was like fun, yeah. kind of dumb, like not too crazy. Like you know, it's a, it's a popcorn flick. You know, good, yeah, good Halloween popcorn flick for sure. Handing out candy, watching watching uh, Escape Room. So I'll keep calling it Panic Room. God damn it. Um, and then what else did I watch? That was really I've been exciting news for the pod. Also, this is the first episode from the pod basement, which I previously stated I was going to finish into a complete studio, which got kiboshed, and now we're just finishing it into a regular basement. But yeah, I got relegated down <laughs> here. So. Regular basements are for idiots. Yeah, well, we didn't get to like the thousands of listeners my wife was hoping for at this point and to make this a full career. I'm so pretty sure she your, said, your wife just hopes that we stop doing the podcast, <laughs> if I had to guess. <laughs> uh, she doesn't really care. She's sleeping, so we're good. <laughs> That's as long as you she, do it on, as long as you do it on your time, your time. Yeah, this is the tech time thing. Which you know what, Ryan? Um, as you corrected me on Twitter, it is our podcast, so it's our time, and I'm very excited about it. That's right. And if you guys want to interact with our podcast, oh boy, should I talk about the movies I watched this week first? 
How? We, what order do things happen on this podcast? Well, so why don't we do this? If you want to talk about the movies that Ryan watched, which he's going to address in a second, you can find us on Twitter at Tuck and Rolls. That's T-U-C-K-N-R-O-L-L-S. Or on Instagram, which is the same, T-U-C-K-N-R-O-L-L-S. You're really good at that. You can also, if you want, oh, do you want to save that for after? See, that's where I was confused. Guys, we don't know what we're doing. Newsflash. Look, I watched a movie last week. I'm going to talk about it later. It wasn't even that good. It was The Girl in the Spider's Web, so oh, which that, is uh, the sequel my... to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And I really like The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. In fact, I even watched the Swedish, ver- Swedish version. Swedish? I watched the Swedish version when that came out, and I liked it. And then I watched the David Fincher uh, American version. Also, did liked you like it. that? Yeah, I, I liked too. it quite a bit. This new one, um, so it's a sequel, but it's like not a, the same director. It's different actors, like different. Uh, Claire Foy plays um Lizbeth this time, so it's different people. Uh, so it wasn't as good. And it was a little messy. Um, but what was cool is uh, minor minor spoiler. Not really giving. There's a scene in the end where somebody's using a like a fucking 50 cal sniper rifle that sees through walls, like the far sight gun in perfect dark for the N64. Oh and I was my like, God. Hell yeah. And I <laughs> or the gun that in, uh, that's in the eraser. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. The, the yeah. rail gun from eraser with <laughs> yeah. Arnold. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. So You'll that was cool. <laughs> the best. That's one of the best lines in all of an Arnold movie, but he shoots the crocodile. He goes, your luggage. <laughs> it's like so, that's peak Arnold. Yeah, right there. absolutely peak Arnold in the movie Eraser. Oh. Um, very good. Hey, so, so good. I watched that, but also if our fans want to leave us a voicemail. See, this is so smooth. This is Whoa. maybe the smoothest we've ever been. <laughs> Those fans can call in, and this week we did get a voicemail from none other than Super Chris. Take it away, Super Chris. Super Chris. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say keep putting out great content. Keep up the good work. With the passing of sure sean connery i just wanted to kind of see what you guys thought was maybe the best roles he had done um he's he's done some pretty iconic roles throughout his career the one that sticks out the most to me is uh of course james bond um i do believe he is the best james bond as well uh also with the mandalorian season two coming out and the first episode being everything i was hoping it would be I'm uh, just curious what you guys would like to see. Uh, what other movie franchises you would you would pick to have an expanded universe into TV shows? Hey, old boys, keep up the good work. Keep doing what you're doing. Great questions. First of all, of course, Tuck, I'll let you say your piece. Yeah, rest in peace, Sean Connery. I really, um, I tweeted out from our, our account before that he was the number one Bond in my mind. I thought... Very talented actor, died at, uh, I think it was 90, 93, 91. You should fact check that, but whatever. Uh, died in the Bahamas in his sleep. So really not much more you can ask for there. Full life. Uh, I don't think there was anything, I don't know. He didn't, he wasn't, I didn't know him. I'm sure he was a good dude. So rest in peace there, Sean Connery. He'll be James Bond forever. So. To Chris's question, what do you think uh, his best role was? I mean, other than Bond. I think Bond is a clear answer. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to think. It's uh, Dr. Jones Sr., for sure. That's, that's exactly what it. I was going to say. Yeah, I was I it. was tempted to say The Rock, but that's not really a – that's not his best role. That's that's a fun movie, and it's dumb, and there's a lot of explosions, but, like, his character kind of fucking <laughs> sucks. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, Did you're like, have... that's not better than Dr. Jones Sr. 
Well, that's a great line. If you think about it, they like because he got locked up back in like 1930s Scotland or Ireland or whatever. I don't think that was a thing. Like proms weren't a thing back <laughs> that time, were they? Like, I don't know. They were know. a very American thing. Anyway, let's not break down the let's not break down the syntax of. <laughs> yeah. So I agree with you, um, Doctor Jones from the Last Crusade. Uh, very good. Um, now, part two, first of all, Chris, you get one fucking question per voicemail. What, <laughs> what you think you run the show here? But yeah, also, we don't have like a lot, the... we don't have a lot going on, so we will answer your second part. And, uh, I mean, what other, what movie franchise do we want to see doing, you know, great spinoffs like, uh, The Mandalorian? And, you know, the obvious answer, like every week, Fast, and, Fast the Furious, and the Furious. But <laughs> now the issue, Tuck, is that they already do have a spinoff. They have a cartoon series on Netflix starring they do. Dom's cousin where like one, every episode um, Vin Diesel's character says like one line about how they learned a lesson or made friends along the way or some shit like that. So I know my kids watch it actually. I was, oh, I was watching they? it the other day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I was like, is this Fast and the Furious? I don't think this is appropriate. Even though I how think long Eli's have they been watching eight. it? How many DVD VCR combos have they stolen since they started watching it? <laughs> <laughs> zero i haven't actually been paying attention to it so i should probably watch it a little closer but i think they've only watched it once or twice they're more of a, a paw patrol dino trucks kind of kids so we'll uh and story bots which is the new uh story bots yeah it's like um these kids ask questions to these little bots and they answer them like why is the sky blue and how do computers work so it's a great it's a great educational show so i like story like bots. a like an answer with they got like a magic school bus vibe on the answer like take you on an adventure yeah teach you a like lesson. they and they I, have I, I love Magic School Bus. Oh yeah, Magic Magic School Bus. Should have stayed home today. No, but um, that's an Arnold shout out for everybody. That doesn't get that. <laughs> the uh, the story bots are great. They get um, like they, there was one. It was what happens when we flush the toilet. And uh, Jason Sudeikis, Mr. Ted Lasso himself, plays the plumber. Oh, I love it. It's great, and like they get uh, celebrity cameos all the time. No, Storybots is fantastic. All right, yeah. note for the kids at home listening right now: watch Storybots. Also, stop listening. <laughs> Tell your parents that they shouldn't let you listen. We to have this. the explicit tags, so. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of our listeners have kids from very with various age groups, so maybe uh, Storybots is a good uh, early crispy gem this episode. Yeah, it's a kid crispy gem. <laughs> my, I think my actual answer. I think it's tough because you basically anything that I love is already getting it. Like you, Star Wars, you're getting it. Yeah. Avengers or Marvel movies, you're getting it. They're not out yet, but Disney Plus is about to do all those like expanded universe Disney Plus shows, right? So it's like they're giving it to me. They're cramming me full of the content I love. I could say um, maybe Lord of the Rings. I don't know how that would work in a TV show, though. They like, are making the... a Lord of the Rings TV show. Yeah, there you go. I think, so... uh, man, who's doing it? Maybe Prime, maybe HBO Max. I don't remember. But, like, somebody's developing a Lord of the Rings TV show. Yeah, so there you go. Asked there would and definitely answered. be, and there's definitely a lot of, like, one-offs that you, you just get dropped into these worlds and you kind of want a little bit more of it. I, I can't, I'm trying to think of one off the top of the head, but, I think like, a really thing, good... S- go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, bad. go ahead. I was just going to say, the thing with, like, a one-off that you enjoy is I... I I hesitate want, to say yeah. yes. I want more because they might just give me shit. You know, like I, I any you could take anything that I've seen, and if you give me an expanded universe show, 
that's just a good that's a good show. Like The Mandalorian doesn't even matter that's in the Star Wars universe. That's such a good fucking show on across the board. Acting, writing, design, special effects, like everything's top notch. Why wouldn't yep. why wouldn't you like it, you know? So yeah. like it, it's easy to be like, Oh, this movie was cool. I want more, but then if they give you you know, two seasons of a show that is bad, then you just kind of ruins. You go back to try to watch the movie. It kind of sucks. Then I don't know. Maybe I'm in a bad mood. No, I think <laughs> that's a very I think negative you a good answer. Point. The one, I don't want. The... I don't want more stuff because stuff can be bad. It could suck. <laughs> yeah, it could suck. It could be awesome. But there also is a there also is a bit of a mad. Like that's where the magic of movies kind of kicks in when you, if you have this one off that triggers your imagination and kind of triggers that those thoughts of, Oh, I wonder what the world's like. I wonder how these, you know, people eat and I wonder like just how they live in this world and, and all that sort of thing. Then, then that's kind of what drives the magic of that movie. And if you start explaining things in a, in a series, then it, it would take away from that. So I, I, I definitely think I know what you're saying. I would like more star Wars stuff for sure. The Mando, did you watch, um, watch the first episode? I watched the first two episodes. I'm current. I'm up to date. Ooh, second one Disney Plus gonna... tweets at me when the new episode is alive. Yeah, this I was going to plug way. that one in after this. This is the way. It was so good. Like, so good. Yeah, it's a great show. They I am just really know what so they're doing. jacked up about it. Yeah. Really excited. Really excited to podcast. I'm really excited about the Battle Alert. So, yeah, good question, Chris. Thanks. Keep those voicemails coming, everybody. Everybody being Chris and Jason. <laughs> yeah, Chris and Jason. Yes, really. Um... Cool. So did you watch anything else, Ryan? You know, um, Charlotte and I finished watching, uh, I, I believe I told you that um, pre-Halloween we were watching uh, The Haunting of Hill House, which is a Netflix series that was pretty spooky, pretty good. Uh, there's a second season, but it's an anthology, so the second season's a different story, and that's called The Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, pretty good. I didn't like it as much as the first season, but still good. Um, and, you know, if you're looking for a good show, it's about eight or nine episodes or something, so it's not a huge commitment. Uh, really good acting, um, well-made show. Uh, spooky. Uh, I didn't find it like too, too scary. It wasn't as scary as season one, I don't think. But good. We enjoyed it. But we just finished that, so we kind of needed a new... We're like, what's the next one? And so we actually decided, because I just noticed, I think it got recently added to Netflix, we're going to start watching Hannibal, the series. There's three seasons, and I know that when it was on, we did watch the first two seasons... Uh, yep. And this was quite a number of years ago, I think now, but then it bounced around in the third season. I don't know what happened. We just either didn't have the show or the channel anymore or it was on a different time. So we've never seen the third season, but we both were like, well, I don't really remember what happened the first two seasons. We figured, you know what? Let's watch that. So we watched an episode of that, got that rolling. Right. Got to have a show on the go, you know, got to have that, that show. Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. I was actually looking for one the other day, but yeah, no, cool. Hannibal. I like uh, that's came out after that movie with the young kid, right? Hannibal Rising, yes. Yeah, that was good. I liked that movie. The prequel, movie. I, I, I don't... It wasn't its best, but... I don't remember it, if I'm being totally honest. I don't really remember it that much. He just eats a guy's cheeks. That's the big part. Well, this is the softest part. That's what you want to go for. fatty and delicious. I was going to watch Silence of the Lambs. I've never seen that. you never seen Silence of the Lambs? No. we got to do it's an good. episode. On, we got to do an episode on this. I don't know how good it would be. It would just be us saying movies we haven't seen, but movies that are universally... Um, movies that are universally love that i've never seen never seen dirty dancing either yeah dirty dancing's not that good of a movie like it's fine it's not a terrible movie but it's not amazing <laughs> people love it because of nostalgia yeah i was thinking about that the other day because i there's a couple of movies i watched like um goonies that i watched way too late goonies just, is 
good, but again, it's not amazing. It's mostly nostalgia. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I didn't have the nostalgia, so I watched it and I was like, I don't get really get the hype here. But then I, you know, you put yourself in twelve year old Tuck's shoes and he would be hyped up about literally everything. So I could see that. Like the Ninja Turtles movies were a big one. They like uh Tyrannos, TMN two had TMNT Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Not a great movie. Bang and soundtrack. I think it is in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. It might be in the first one. I can't remember. It's been a while. But there's a scene where they're like in a junkyard and they're um, looking for Raph and um, they're like walking around and one of them says like, oh, it's it's quiet in here. And they're like, yeah, a little too quiet. And they're like, it's really suspicious. And they're like a little too suspicious. And then they walk around the corner and they see Raph and they're like, hey, it's Raph. And he says, a little too rough. Too rough. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that fucking joke. That's such a dumb joke, but I remember like 15, 20 years later, I'm like, that fucking killed me. Killed me. The the, the, uh, the first Turtles movie is actually a legitimately good movie. Like I I would I would say that stands the test of time. Yeah, TMN, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 doesn't, but um Hey Ryan, Andrew I got a question Tuck. for you. Do we have Ask a guest me. this week? No guess. No, we don't. You know what it is? Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Well, no, you said Tuck. Be Just careful. You're singing it too us. good. We're gonna get demonetized. It's too, it's it's album accurate. The algorithm's gonna catch it. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, yeah. Was... No no guess no guess this week. Um, Tuck. Um, you keep telling us that we're a pop culture podcast, but never let me talk about other things. But I've I'm springing the trap. And you've walked right into it. And uh, when this releases, the day after, it's this is this is PS5 Eve. The PS5, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm going to pick it up. I'm bringing it home. I'm caressing it. I'm going to hold it gently. Uh, and that's exciting for me because I'm a hashtag gamer. And so I thought, I'm going to make you talk about video games because we, we touch on them a little bit, but not a lot. And, you know, everybody right. from, from listening probably knows that I play a lot of video games because I talk about it you know, a fair amount. But when I lived with you, you, you used to play a lot of video games too. You have video game systems. Now you just don't game at all. What happened? Where's, where, where did you fall off? Where, when were you big and, and where did, where did you fall off? Yeah. I think when we lived together, that was probably peak gaming. Like I remember very excitedly going to pick up uh, left for dead and left for dead two at Best Buy with you. And then we were very disappointed. when We found out the four was just a clever name title. Not that you could play four people, but, but, um, but yeah, no, I know um, I. It's more a time thing. Like, and also, I don't um, like. I got a question. Does your Does your beautiful wife Charlotte game? Uh, she plays some games. Yeah, like she doesn't game as much as me, but um, she does play video games. She played a whole bunch. Most re- I would say her most recent uh, foray into gaming is she played quite a bit of Red Dead Redemption Two. She was trying to actually hundred percent it, which is extremely difficult. So you know, Jesus. for like Good for her for like months, Saturday morning, she'd just put two hours in playing blackjack and red dead too because one of the the trophies you have to like get so many 21s and blackjack and shit like that right so like at that like i stopped playing games at that point i play games until they stop being fun so sometimes when i finish the main story i go out hunting for trophies and try to complete stuff like that uh because i'm still like really into it but i i stop when i stop having fun i'm not i'm not a completionist per se but yeah she um, played that a bunch uh, she played uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild a lot on the Switch. Um, okay. You know, so she she does the occasional game piques her interest and she gets into it. Okay. Yeah. I'm so assuming mine... Jen does not game. Not a gamer. No, not a she, hashtag uh, gamer. 
not a hashtag gamer. No, she, we would play uh, Mario Kart together. We'd play Super sure. Smash Bros. every once in a while, like yeah. those sort of things, like social games. But she's not a huge uh, Mario Party. Like she, you know. Oh, the, love Mario Party. Yeah, Mario Party's the best. But yeah, so I think it just kind of fell off because we just were doing other things with our time, and it's not a bad thing. Like I do, I'd like to get back into it, but I also don't don't really know what type of game I like. I do. I really love the Lego games. If I'm going to be completely honest, I um, the last game I probably passed was uh, was Lego Superheroes or something. Might have been Lego Lord of the Rings. Anyway, those are the games that I'm into, just because it's like dumb fun and you can watch a TV show while you're playing the game. They're like they're like stupid little puzzle games. Um, but yeah, I got a question for you. So the PS5, big deal? Yeah, it's a big deal if you love video games. I mean, if you don't love video games, you don't plan on playing a PS5. It's meaningless to your life. So what, um, like, was it a bigger jump uh, from the PS3 to the PS4 or the PS4 to the PS5? Yeah, see, that's a good that's a good question. I, I think, personally, the jump in quality that people su- saw from the PS3 to the PS4 is going to be more noticeable, more memorable than from the PS4 to the PS5. So the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, and I do want to spend a little bit of time talking about the ridiculous naming conventions of Microsoft. Um, those are the new the new hot consoles, the new top-of-the-line next-gen consoles that come out. Okay. Uh, as of this release, the Xbox Series X is already out, and tomorrow the PS5 will be out. What do they bring into the table? Well, 4K, 60 FPS... Um, 4K being the resolution, you know, and 60 FPS being frames per second, which is, you know, yeah. And, and so for listeners who might not like video game a lot, the, the FPS is important for, well, I wouldn't even say it's important. So like, I'm, I, I play a lot of video games. I really enjoy video games. I never think about the frames per second, the FPS. There's guys that, um, like really hardcore PC gamers, Mm -hmm. they want to be playing in 4K resolution and like 120 FPS, which means your monitor has to have a super fast refresh rate. And what that means is like, you know, the little pixels are moving on your screen, right? And in the game, they're moving. But if your monitor only refreshes or your system only refreshes every so often, is only giving you 30 frames every second or versus 60 frames every second, that's a little bit slower that you see things happen, kind of. And now, honestly... Most people aren't even going to ever notice that thing. But then you get like really serious gamers that are like maybe competitive first person shooter players on their PCs. Yeah. Or competitive like Street Fighter players. Those competitive Street Fighter players know like if I'm this character and I'm standing here and I press this kick, it's this many pixels long, you know, which is that's shit's what? crazy. Yeah. So like they're super precise. And so having those faster refresh rates. And seeing the frames come quicker gives you technically it makes it makes it so you can be better at the game theoretically. Now, there's a lot of like hubbub around like, well, can you even see above 60 frames per second? Is your brain registering this? And like, I'm not going to get into any of that, even though I play way more games than probably a lot of people. I'm a filthy casual as far as real gamers, quote unquote, are concerned, because some people take this shit way too seriously, you know? Yeah, they do. I will give you that. But it's a thing now. You can make money playing games. Like there's esports. Oh, for sure. Games. I but, I um, told you I would love to just quit quit my job and be a Twitch streamer. If all sixty of the people who listen to the podcast would just watch me play <laughs> video games for eight hours a day and throw me, you know, hundred bucks a month, I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's your starting price. Sure. You know your worst. I know your worth. The um, you're worth much more than that, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. 
But uh, so I got a question because well, I, I didn't really remember... answer. I uh, sorry, I didn't really answer no, no. your question. The, no, I think you did for sure. The... Well, the 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 biggest thing that you're gonna see though, so PS3 to PS4 was really like, oh wow, these games look way different. The the, the visually way better, and the controls they play a lot better. Um, that generation to now, the visually are they gonna look a little crispier? Yeah, but not as drastically but the big thing the big thing is load times both these systems now have solid state drives which if you know anything about computers like a hard drive mm-hmm. spins a disk and it reads information off that disk but now uh... you don't need hard drives anymore you have a solid state driver an S- SSD uh, which is it, it's flash memory so there's no disk spinning uh, so it's much faster. So these huh. new systems, the big thing that they're talking about is how fast the load times will be. And with those faster load times with creative game designers, it it gives you more options for the way you're going to build a game. Because, you know, think about how a video game works. Well, you might have some grandiose ideas, but there's just so much loading and so, what's not involved that you're kind of, well, you can't do that. You can't do this. It's got to be sort of the way video games work, but when video games start working differently, it allows you to tell stories a little differently, right? Yeah, That'll cool. be the biggest thing. This is really educational, actually. Um, not that I'm surprised you're a pretty smart oh, guy. Just but wait until I uh, start talking about the controller. The Ooh, SS- so SSD was in the PS4? No, PS4 has... So I have a PS4 Pro because I'm, I'm a real gamer. Hashtag real gamer. Hashtag gamer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that has a hard drive, but I bought, <laughs> I bought an external... Cause you can get an external... SSD like that you would use for your computer or something. Yeah, it's not that expensive. It's like a I I bought a Sony one or sorry a Samsung one is maybe like 150 bucks or something. It's not that big, and they just plug that in. But I run my games off of it. So instead of running my games off of my PlayStation, I'm actually running them off the the games are on the solid state drive and yeah. So it's because it loads faster because it's flash instead of hard drive. This is so much further than I got into it. Yeah, like, so you don't have to blow in the cartridge. Okay, got no it. No cartridges. In fact, <laughs> in fact, let me tell you, the PS5 that I pre-ordered doesn't have a disk drive. They came out with two versions, disk drive and digital only. I don't like physical media. I, I It's just a bunch yeah, of clutter. You've been, you've been over that. Yeah. yeah, and so I bought the digital only one because almost all the games I bought for my PS4, I bought the digital versions anyway. So I was like, why don't I save myself, you know, $80 or whatever it was because I'm not going to use the disk drive. What game are you getting with it first? That was my next question. <laughs> well, um, the, the first, the first um, launch title game for it that I'll probably play is the new Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Ooh. And I I have the Spider-Man for PS4 game, and it is so good. It it removes Spider-Man from it, and it's just an extremely good video game. It's fun to play, and it works really well, and it's a great story. But then if you have any sort of feelings at all about Spider-Man, it really makes you feel like Spider-Man. When you're web-slinging around New York, (laughs) holy shit, it makes you feel like Spider-Man. It rules. And this new one is about Miles, and uh, from what I've heard so far, quite good. That's awesome. That sounds like a really fun time, actually. I could get behind that. Yeah. So you were telling me that you love, like, a Lego game, right? And and yeah. the reason why I think you love a Lego game is because that type of game is easy to just pick up, play a little bit of, put down, jump in, jump out, and you don't have yeah. to be super invested. Like, if you're playing Correct. something complicated, like, let's say, I don't know, The Witcher 3, which is, like, a really in-depth RPG that I played for, like... 200 hours and didn't even finish all the things and like you if you stop playing you come back in and you're like okay wait what the fuck was i doing because there's so much going on 
<laughs> that's not many... always what you want to play. Sometimes you just want to kind of no. just play a little bit of something, right? Yeah, I just want to be able to like. That's why I enjoy Zelda. Like, it's not a. Yeah, it's just a quest, and you could stop at any time. Breath of the Wild on Switch, I think, is a perfect game for that. There is a story, and you do have quests to fill, but it's, like, very user-friendly. That's why Charlotte loved it. Like, I would come downstairs on a Saturday morning. Charlotte's playing Breath of the Wild on the Switch, and I say, okay, I'm going to go to the store and do some errands or whatever. I come back a couple hours later, and I was like, how was Breath of the Wild? She said, well, I mean, I found a new horse. I climbed a tree. <laughs> I saw a hill, and I thought there would be something on the top of the hill, and then I climbed up the hill. I found a Korok seed, and it's just like you're just you're not doing anything, but it's all very rewarding and enjoyable. Breath of the yeah. Wild, great game, T- top five all time for sure. Top five all time, wow, that's high praise. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a Switch as well, then? Yeah. So if if you want to do the rundown, I have a PS4 Pro. I have a Nintendo Switch. I do have a gaming PC. I had a PS3 before I bought the Pro. I gave it to my dad because I was like, well, I don't use this. It sits in my basement. Um, and technically, I have Google Stadia as well. So, I mean, I'm a big, big fucking nerd. <laughs> and I, I, am, awesome. I, I, as of next, as of next week, uh, sorry, as of t- tomorrow in podcast time, I will have a PS5 unless Walmart totally fucks me. I hope to, I hope to God for Walmart's sake they don't. Well, what am I going to do? Honest. I'm not going to go. So here's, so here's, no. here's, here's a problem. Not only, um, I don't know if you've experienced this, Tuck. Maybe our listeners have. This isn't just like a, a, a gaming problem, but this is a problem with other things too. Is um, bots online um, tickets like concert tickets is a problem. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah. go on sale, boom, bot gone, right? And then they're resold on on eBay or whatever, right? And that happened with the PS5 launch too, just scooped oh. up, gone. And so I did manage to get a pre order in with Walmart, but after not my first choice, obviously, <laughs> I wasn't like, oh yes, Walmart, perfect. Uh, <laughs> And so what I wanted to do was was order something that I could do pick up in store because then I don't have to worry about a shipping delay. I can get there early, uh, at open on launch day, walk in, just here to pick up my pre-order. Thank you. They After they let me pre-order it, they said, yeah, you can pre-order one. You got one. It's in your cart. Boom. Here's your information. Done deal, right? But then like half a day later, they sent me an email that was like, oh, your order's back-ordered. And I was like, wait, what? What does that mean? It was a pre-order. How could it be back-ordered? <laughs> And then I just assumed, I was like, well, maybe their system's just, like, totally fucked, right? Because they well, probably, like, everybody and their brother was trying to cram in there and buy a PS5. So I waited for a little while, a couple weeks or whatever, and then I went on to their, like, online help. And I was like, here's my order number. I'm just looking to confirm. And he confirmed it. He was like, yeah, it's not back ordered or anything. It should be there on launch day. Like, don't worry. And then this week I did again. I went in again to the chat and was like, hey, just double check it again. But that being said, like if I go into this Walmart, this local Walmart on the launch day, and I'm like, I'm Ryan, I'm here for my PS5, I pre-ordered it, and for some reason I can't get it, I will just very politely be like, okay, is there anything that you at this store can help me do to get my PS5? And if they're like, no, then that sucks, but I'm going to leave. What am I going to – anybody that yells at a retail employee is going to hell. I'm putting that – that's a firm – you suck. Yeah, fair enough. I, I guess like it's just it would be very disappointing i think oh i'll um, be disappointed for sure having checked in with them twice you're probably on a first name basis with them so I'm just, oh yeah no we know you ryan <laughs> we've had this special one set aside for you but yeah no that'll be um that'll be exciting i'm excited to hear in real time how your ps5 is going mm-hmm. I'll, um, I'll figure out how to live stream it for spider-man everybody. games coming first that would be great you should live stream it from the podcast <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. Account. I'll have to look into it. I talk about Twitch streaming, but I'm pretty sure I need like 
a whole nother computer and like a capture device, I think it would be tricky. Um, the 120 frames per second. I just want to go back to that for a second because TVs work at that now, right? They like can. They were... You shouldn't watch TV shows at 120 hertz refresh rate. Yeah, because that, like, I remember when Best Buy, when those TVs first came out, you watch it and you're like, okay, I get that something's different here, but I can't really tell what it is. It just looks a, a standard different. movie. Uh, this is off the dome, so I'm. I uh, this is this might not be accurate, but it's something. I think it is. I think a standard movie that you watch is like 24 frames a second. That's um, it. That's because that's closer to like what film was, right? Oh, okay. So, so you know how sometimes you're watching something on a TV and you think it looks like a soap opera. Yeah. Okay, so that's what happens when a TV has something like you. You might hear like motion smoothing or something, and all these different TV manufacturers give it a different name. They give it their own proprietary name, but something like motion smoothing. And what they've done is the TV has cranked up the refresh rate. And when you watch a, a movie or a TV show that you expect your brain expects to see in 24 FPS because like that's what when you go to the theater that's how you see it and you see it as 60 FPS or higher uh, that higher refresh rate it doesn't look right it looks weird but something like sports looks amazing with a high refresh rate because yeah. it looks more like you're watching it in real life not that that's I would a- know yeah, not that you would know. No, okay, that makes sense because that's what they. Yeah, that's what they say. Now, James Cameron, friend of the show, James Cameron. Not really. I wish. Uh, when <laughs> no, he we're put doing out, that now. He's a friend of the show. He, I he'd can't go, remember. He'd... It probably was Avatar when he put out Avatar. Most likely, I'm assuming. Uh, he actually was pushing for theaters to show it in a higher refresh rate, uh, higher frames per second, because like for James Cameron, who's just like a very technical movie maker, he really loves the technical aspects of it. Yeah, he was like, and... this is better. You see more. It looks more realistic. It looks like you're in it. Why wouldn't you want to feel like you're in it? But all the test audiences and stuff are like, this is weird. It looks weird. Looks like It looks like a weird soap opera uh, because we're just so used to watching it in the same frame rate, right, that we've always seen. That's bananas. Like the, mm-hmm. the fact yeah. that we've evolved to that point that we have a regular way of watching movies. Okay, back to the PS5. I'm very excited for you. So what about the controller? You mentioned that. What's what's different about the controller? Every review that I've... So there's a few people this week, about a week early, that have actually got units now and can kind of start talking about it a little bit. The controller is apparently the greatest thing about this next generation. So Xbox didn't do anything. They're just like, yeah, it's a controller. It's basically the same as the last controller. But for PlayStation, this new DualSense controller has... Okay, so the first thing it has is it has really good haptic feedback. And what that means is, you remember when yeah. we bought the N64 and you got the rumble pack? Oh, yeah. So it's a rumble pack, but it's it's more nuanced and specific. So if you're grabbing this or throwing this or running on this surface versus swimming in this surface, any of those small differences in the game all feel different on the controller. And that Whoa. sounds cool, but the the reviews people are saying like you don't understand how good and intense and crazy it feels like it really puts you so much more in the game because of how specific it feels and that sounds really cool and then the other thing that it does is um so controllers have what you would call a trigger on the back for like your index fingers you know Mm -hmm. your r1s and your r2s those are adaptive so there's a gear in it uh that sets up different pressure so Whoa. if I'm in a game and I'm pulling a rope or using a bow and arrow versus swinging something or something like that, those different things feel different. There's different types of pressure when I press what? that button. Right? 
Doesn't that sound fucking cool? This is fucking bananas. So yeah, and I mean, I'll be able to tell in. you next week if it is cool as it sounds, but like, it sounds really fucking cool. Okay, and, I will ask because I do think that that's a huge element. Like that, you know, you get sight, you get sound, and then when you bring in touch, it definitely makes it the next step for virtual reality, right? Like PS Six is gonna have smell vision. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what's that? What's smell vision from? Oh, I'm looking forward to it, and that's where I think that PlayStation got more creative because, like we said, the jump is not going to be as obvious with the um, the change in graphics. Your The load times, as long as the game developers are using it in a creative way, like there's a new, for instance, yeah. Ratchet and Clank game coming out, and I'm not really... Those are older characters, and if you played Ratchet and Clank games as a kid, maybe you're, like, excited. I'm not. I don't care. I like but, those games. <laughs> yeah, and because yeah. they're, like, quick and easy platforms. They're fun. Yeah. They're easy to jump into. Um, like Spiral the, the Dragon or whatever. That's yeah, exactly. Game. Yeah. That was the first game I ever played on PlayStation. When my dad bought me a PlayStation, the first one, the OG, it his... came with Spyro the Dragon. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Ours, uh, my buddy Matt's came with uh, Crash Bandicoot, so we played that one. But yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Um, so this story, I want to tell you quickly. This yeah, yeah. new uh, Ratchet and Clank, it uses the fast load times because it's like a it's a thing where they're hopping between universes, so you're you're quickly quickly completely oh. changing the whole level that you're in back and forth and all over the place and 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 that's smart game design taking advantage of the hardware and other games i'm sure not every game but other games are going to do that with this controller too so you know a game that has been made for every console probably won't but sony now makes a lot of their own games you know like the last of us 2 is a sony game the spider-man games are sony games those games are really going to take full advantage of that controller, and I think it will add a lot to the experience. Yeah, you could take advantage of the controller, and the faster load times should be able to make you—you um, you should be able to make more decisions in the game because yeah. you're not waiting for it to load. Like if you're, because the way the code would work would be—I'm assuming it's just a bunch of if statements, and now you can add more if statements in because there's less time to to go the, down the branch. The interesting thing about the last console generation it's you know, way more PS4. complex than that i'm not i'm not diminishing what the coders do but i yeah. think in a in the when did it come out seven i want to say that the ps4 is roughly seven years old in that seven years Jesus, if you were really? playing yeah if you were playing oh games that whole time the amount of um crevices that you squeeze through slowly because people were like we don't want it there's going to be loads but we don't want to see loads. But it's like, well, what if when walking between point A and point B where there's a load, there's an animation where you're just like squeezing between a tight spot and some rocks? <laughs> and like every fucking game has it. And it's so, it's all over the place. And it's just as, it like, it doesn't help any. I'd almost rather see a load screen because I'm just tired of squeezing through crevices. <laughs> that is some gamer humor right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you want to know what I have? What consoles I have? <laughs> yeah, tell me, what is the game status at the Tuck Hustle like? So right now I got a Xbox 360. Yes. I have a PlayStation 3. Yeah, you do. Which uh, I hooked up Xbox Live when the, when the uh, pandemic started. Turns out nobody plays NHL 13 anymore. The servers wow. are, in fact, Shocker. shut down. <laughs> I tried to play online with some buddies. Friend of, the then... pod, friend of the pod Walker plays hockey games, but he's on a PlayStation, so, you know. But you've got yeah. an option there. I was like I said, I only have the NHL 13, so it uh, turns out they don't play that anymore. You can't. The servers, EA Sports, just shut down the server, you so shut I it can't down? play that yeah, online. That's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then um, I got a Wii, which is which, fun because you original can play OG Wii, the OG Wii, because you can play Donkey Kong and Mario on it, which I loved. I loved Donkey Kong when I was a kid. And then I got a 64 and a Sega. 
So the Sega works. Hooked it up to my HD TV, so that's a, that does not like that. But uh, no, it's probably the, um, it looks weird. It's a lot of side scrollers, side, those shitty side scroll games um, that we talked about a few episodes ago when they used to release them with the movies. I definitely have those: Batman Forever, the X Men game, the Terminator what's, game, Jurassic what's Park. The, what do you think the newest video game you've played is? Um, shoot, what was the newest? Oh, I played Assassin's Creed Black Flag for the PS3. I think that's probably the okay. One. Sure, that's the one where you I like those that Assassin's Creed's game, but they uh, they kind of got repetitive, and then I just didn't have enough time. I was thinking about this today, actually, because I knew we were talking about this, and I was I was having a beer with a friend, and we were uh, who used to live um, who I used to live with, friend of the pod, Jeff Jeff Stapleton. Shout out Jeff. Shout out Jeff. Um, and we talked about how we used to play games together, and we used to play like hockey and things like that. And I think that's what was missing is like I don't. Really Buddy, I remember just getting blasted and playing Rock Band yeah. a bunch. Oh yeah, like like that's that's the side of video games that I that I enjoyed was the social aspect of it. Like I remember we we made those belts and like if you won if you won the Madden belt or if you won the hockey belt and all that sort of thing, like that was kind of fun because it was something to do as that's a That's when I like, peaked. That was really yeah, my apex. That was all it. those getting that all those it. video game belts. <laughs> Lost in a last minute. Yeah, you held them all. And I think I'm not very good. I would play online, but I'm not very good at first person shooters. I'm not good oh, at all. Oh yeah, me neither. Like, I'm horrible at them. And so it's not fun. I don't, play just any, I don't play anything competitive online really because like it's just like no matter how much I enjoy a game, I'm never putting in the amount of time that some people put in. Some people no. put in so much time that you're it's you run in and they just fucking blast you. You're you're toast. It's just not fun. I see Fortnite and I'm like, I don't even know how many like they're clicking so many buttons. I did um Star Wars Battlegrounds, that uh the new one. Uh Battlefront. Battlefront 2. I really liked that original Battlefront. Friends of the show, uh, Jason and Jason, Spurley and Berg. Uh, I play Battlefront with them. We play online sometimes, and it is yes, fun. Yes, that's um, a so, fantastic but, game. But sometimes you do get in a game where you're just getting absolutely fucking wrecked, but also we're just like chatting while we're doing it, so it's a little, yeah. little more sociable. It's a little more fun. And I think if I had that, I definitely I definitely would get more into it, but then I got to buy the new console, right? Like, And I didn't do that, so... I don't know. It's just a matter of like technology kind of passed me by and it just wasn't a huge priority. I'm not knocking it. I'd say um, I was thinking about it the other day. Like when we finish the basement, I think uh, and Eli gets a little bit older. I might get the I might get the new console just because then he can play like we can play video games together. I think that'd be fun. Like play some play some chill or I, I love Madden. video games. Um, I think they're a great source of entertainment depending on the type of games that you like. Not only can they be entertaining, but they can help you with your critical thinking skills and like yeah. other stuff like that. Like, you know, if you're just playing Call of Duty all the time, none of that is true. But, you know, I play a lot of games that have like puzzle elements and stuff. A game that I would recommend for any of our listeners that maybe they don't have a system, but uh, maybe their significant other has a system and they're not really into games. I, I would try something like um, the most un- recent Uncharted, Uncharted uh, 4, oh. A Thief's End, right? So. Yep. Have you played some of those Uncharted games before? So when I bought the PS3, it came with Uncharted uh, Drake's Fortune, I think. And that's a sure. great game. It's a so lot of fun. Un- the third one. Yeah, Uncharted 4, yeah. which is the last game in the series, slash they might have done like a prequel after. I can't remember. Um, that game is, first, a couple of things. One, beautiful. Looks great on the PS4. Looks great. The voice acting, really amazing. And they did like mocap and stuff too. But 
It's not a complicated game. It's not like a complex RPG. RPG for our listeners is a role-playing game, by the way, which means there's a lot of decision and character building, like playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, but it, this game is kind of on rails, which means there's not a lot of options. You basically just go the way that it needs to, you to go and then do the things. And there's some, some puzzles and some you're finding buried treasure. I, when I was playing this game, I just kept screaming to Charlotte. She'd be in the kitchen, and I'd get to a new point in the game, and I would just be like, buried treasure! <laughs> just kept fucking doing it. But it's very fun. But the other thing about this game is it's cinematic. You're playing the game, but it's feeding you the story like a big epic movie. And since you're 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 connecting storyline A to the next part of the storyline, it feels like you're in it, and it's like it feels like a movie that you're in, and that's great. And if you if you are maybe new to gaming, and you don't want anything too complex, I really recommend this because it's only it's it's is it longer than a movie? Yeah, probably take you 15 hours, but you can yes. turn you can turn it on easy. And it is so entertaining and so well done and just really impressive. That's a good uh, video game crispy gem for our listeners. That's right. Uh, what's your, okay, I got a question for you because this is kind of, I think it'll kind of put a bow on it. And this might, you might not have an answer here, but what is your favorite game of all time? Well, Tuck, you got ahead of me because it was my week to do a top three. Oh. And I was going to do. Okay, let's save three, it then. Top three let's video games of all time. Well, I mean, we could do it right now. Do you have any more burning PS4? Oh, no, another one. Not done. Ooh, <laughs> I didn't eat chili. No chili. Do I have any burning PS5 questions? Let me just help you out there. Uh, no, I don't. I am excited about this controller. I am really excited. that I'm really glad that you forced me to talk about video games for more than two minutes because it did bring up some memories that I really I really enjoyed. I um, I was actually, you know what? After this, I might go fire up the Mando on my computer, play a little game. I might go play some video games. I don't know what I'm going to play. Maybe some Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> I got that. I ordered that bad boy at the beginning of pandemic, and I never, uh, I never, <laughs> just running around searching for golden bananas, solving puzzles. So, I didn't. I never played the Donkey Kong on sixty four, but I had Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo. Great, great game, classic. Was your first console PlayStation? Uh, no. So I'll give you. I'll run you through the list. Um, yeah, let's let's hear uh, it. When I was a child and I lived with my father. Shout out Dave. Dave Phillips, my what main up, man. Dave? Uh, he bought a Nintendo. Uh, then a Super Nintendo. Nice. Then for my birthday, I was given a PlayStation. Mm. Then when I was in university, year after, sorry, remember when me and Corey lived in that apartment off White Ave? Oh, yeah. yeah. Bought, a, bought a PS2. Shouldn't have bought it. Didn't have money. Was broke all the time. Didn't really <laughs> even play it that much because we're always drinking. Um, then when I lived in my first condo with my beautiful wife, Charlotte, uh, bought a PS3 so that I could uh, game on that. Um, at that time, also, before I bought the PS3, Charlotte had an Xbox 360 that she had got of her own volition because she enjoys video games also. Uh, then, when we just before we moved, uh, then I built a gaming PC, uh, and I was doing mostly PC gaming there for a little while. Then I bought a PS4 Pro a couple just years ago. Just time out. Yeah. What do you um? What do you play on the PC? That's what I'm because the last what? PC game I remember playing was Diablo two, which you've oh, talked about hell on the podcast yeah, before. <laughs> um, I think actually, honestly, one of the first games that I played on PC was Diablo three. Uh, oh, nice. I, part of the reason I built it. Um, I played whatever on the on the PS um on the PC because 
it was it, it like the PS4 had already come out, but I chose not to buy the PS4 at that time, and I I wanted to build this gaming PC, so I was playing whatever you know, tons of games. Can you get the um, same? Can you get the same games you get on the PS4 on on a PC? Well, see, for the most part, yes. There's a lot of games that come out that you can play on multiple things, uh, mm-hmm. but then there's some games that are exclusive. Like you know, you think of uh, Xbox, you probably think of Halo. For a long yeah, yeah. time, you could only play that on Xbox. You can play it on PC now. Sony has exclusives as well, like, um, you know, uh, some of the Final Fantasy games are exclusive to Sony. That new Spider-Man, God of War, The Last of Us. These are some more recent games that are exclusive to Sony. And really, nowadays, exclusive games are really what makes or breaks a console. If you compare the hardware of the new Xbox to the hardware of the new PS5, they're both they're equally as good. You know, PS5's got the cool controller, so that's maybe a little more of a, you know, but what it comes down to is exclusive games. So a couple of years ago when I bought my PS4 Pro, which is my most most recent one, the reason I, I keep, did it, I love how you keep saying Pro by the way. It's just well, like, hey guys. Well, it, no, it I'm is a different. There gamer. was there was there was the PS4 Pro. <laughs> sorry, there was the PS4 and then a few years later they came out with the ps4 pro which oh, was just okay. like it's a little bit faster and it has better <laughs> I, graphics it's I, I a little thought, bit different i thought it was just like you were just bragging about your the trip level on your rav4 just like yeah, I got the sure. rav4 sle like no 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 the pro the pro is technically a slightly different console but yeah okay. i mean sure no fair no, enough thank um, you no thank you for clearing that up i think that'll help our listeners because they, they're gonna <laughs> be like why the fuck also. does this one? um <laughs> the reason i got it is because red dead redemption 2 was coming out and i was like right. i want to fucking play this game and when grand theft auto 5 came out years ago it took them two years before they made the pc version and I was like, oh. well, I don't want to wait two years to play Red Dead Redemption 2. And in addition to Red Dead Redemption 2, there was that new Spider-Man game that was about to come out. There was Horizon Zero Dawn. There was a game called Bloodborne. And there was God of War. So that, to me, that was like five games. Did you play games. all of them? Yes. That okay. was five <laughs> games that I could only, at that time, four of them I could only play on the PlayStation and then PlayStation the PlayStation Pro. would also play Red Dead Redemption 2. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to. And also I was in sales at the time and I was making that sweet sales commission and I was just so stressed about everything. So I was like, I'm going to send this spell, spend the sales money on this PlayStation and it'll fix my problems. You know what, Ryan? Treat yourself. Yeah, treat, yeah um, I did. Do you want to know if I have a PlayStation fact? I actually, oh, this absolutely before. I do. So the reason that we don't, that HD DVD doesn't exist anymore, do you know why this is? Well, because. It's, um. Uh, play, the PlayStation 3 came with a built-in Blu-ray player. That's that was half of it. The other reason porn. was porn. porn. Yeah. <laughs> same re- the porn the porn thing is the same reason that we had VHS instead of Betamax, even though Betamax was the better technology. Yeah, it's uh, those are the those in this case the HD DVD lost because of the PlayStation 3 and porn. Yeah. And for our listeners, what that means is that the porn industry decided that they were going to produce their content on VHS. And they sold so much that Betamax was like, we don't have the market share. We're gonna, we can't compete. Same, and the same, same thing, thing happened, happened with Blu-ray yeah. versus HD DVD. I'm assuming that's what happened. When laser discs were just 14 inches wide, so nobody wanted. Do to you know? It. Have you ever seen a laser disc in real I life? I have. Yeah, actually, I remember watching a laser disc before watching a DVD player. Amazing. I've never it, seen um, one. So they used it. They were used in schools. The biggest thing with the switch from. VHS to laser disc or DVD 
was the fact that you could pause it and you wouldn't get the lines on the screens. So there was a big Huge. push for schools to use them because then you could pause it. You and could a teach big to the push video. for teenage boys to use them so they can pause them on those uh, topless scenes. <laughs> on those, on those big old biddies. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Um, what, you're going to cancel me on that? No, no if you uh, guys have ever seen a laser disc, please tweet at Tuck and Rolls. Yeah. I really want to hear because, like, I like to make a joke about a laser disc. Never seen one in IRL. I want to uh, I want to say that the movie that was on was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie just to tie this back into Probably the Total Recall if I had to guess. <laughs> that movie is so fucking good. Um okay, let's do our top 3. I think it's time. Talk this week I want to know from you. Your top 3 video games of all time. Okay, I don't think we're going to have the same, so I'm not going to make you do a snake draft this week. Hey, there's You a little... can do a snake draft with two people, can you? Yeah, you just pick two in a row. Okay, whatever. <laughs> no. Well, I was I was just being nice to you. I was throwing you a bone there. Um, okay, I'm going to go. This is going to be tough because, like I said, I haven't played uh, I haven't played a video game in a long time. That's but, fine um, because I, 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 I kind of, I, even if you had played recent video games, your t- your top three is probably going to be older video games anyway. Yeah, you know and I mean? was going to say, like, um, uh, okay, I got it. Can I, well, so I'm going to go with uh, number one all time. It's got to be Zelda. Like not um, original Nintendo Zelda or Zelda Link to the Past for Super Nintendo. Zelda, a uh, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Okay, yeah. great pick for N sixty four. For N sixty four. Yeah, that was my number one game of all time. And then I'm gonna go with um, number two. I think these all are gonna be sixty four games. Number two is gonna be Mario Kart sixty four because I was yeah. so fucking good at that game. Yeah. Was that when you think, was that like your prime time for gaming was the 64 era? It was. It was the first console I bought too, so there's definitely so a nostalgia I'm, there. Obviously, there's, a, there's an obvious third answer that's coming from you. If N64 was your jam, it's going to be WCW versus NWO. <laughs> Remember when we made those characters and I had Kid Vitamin? Oh, that was <laughs> so good. <laughs> I just love being Hollywood Hogan. Oh, man. No, that was uh, that was not my third pick. It was tough. Like I did, I was going to, if I'm going to pick... Like it would probably, if we're gonna pick a third uh, sixty-four game, it's definitely gonna be Smash Bros. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna branch out. I'll go with a PlayStation game, and I will pick uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. No, yeah. Grand Theft Auto Miami Vice. That Vice, game I yeah. played. Yeah. I played that game so much. There was a point was my in my Matt. life where I had all the cheat codes memorized. Oh man, just going around launching rocket launchers and yeah, listening and to that 80s soundtrack music fucking, on the radio. Yeah, that soundtrack was, so, was sick. So good. Listening yeah. to Lover Boy with the flock of seagulls hair. Yeah. Um. So that was yeah. Grand Theft Auto Miami Vice will be my top three video games. So we'll go Goldeneye. Or did I say Goldeneye? No, I didn't. You didn't. Oh man, there's so many. Okay, we'll go uh, Mario Kart, Ocarina of Time, and Miami Vice. Or what is it? Vice, Vice City. City. Vice City. Sorry. I mean, it basically is Miami Vice. I see what you're saying. Um, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a top three. And the thing is, is like it's hard for me to pick a top three. This would be like if you asked me top three movies. I'm giving you what I what is just in my heart right now, in in not in a ranked order. These are just in the top three. And you know, if you ask me next week, it might be slightly different. But they're just Fair games. Enough. Well, I mean, it's hard, right? It's hard. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. You know. Um. I do have to put, I already mentioned it, Zelda Breath of the Wild for Switch. Um, if you get a chance, Tuck, to play it, it is really just, not only does it give you all the best things that you love about Zelda, but it is a game that is just so enjoyable to play. You know, okay. you walk out, you cut some grass, you climb a tree, you grab an apple. None of that sounds interesting, 
But when you're doing it, it actually is, it feels so rewarding. You're like, look, look what I did. Like, I don't know how they did it. It's magic, basically, that everything you do in that game just feels great and feels like exactly what you want to get out of it. Uh, it's it's spectacular. And it's I was pretty thinking about getting friendly. a Switch because I didn't know. Uh, uh... Switch, is, Switch is a great console. And now, too, you can get that Switch Lite. So if you don't plan on playing it on your TV, you can get the Lite, which is just the handheld version. Uh, and most of the time I'm playing my Switch, I'm playing it handheld anyways. So, Yeah, that would be something I could get into. All right, what's number two for you? <laughs> number two, I'm going to say, is it's going to be Goldeneye. And nice. I don't, I, I don't particularly love a first-person shooter. I play them. I like them. I'm not a huge first-person shooter guy. And Goldeneye, this is a bold statement. You're, this might get me some hate from the nerds. Not a particularly great game. Like, it doesn't hold up. At the time, it was good, because at the time, it was, like, one of the first kind of 3D first-person shooter things. You know, it revolutionized the first-person shooter. Exactly. Yeah. Rev- yeah. Rev- revolutionized it. But what it did for me was that was the first game that was extremely social. Like, we used to go to my buddy's oh, yeah. house, and we would be in his basement all night long playing Goldeneye. And that was the first time for me that I was like, oh, video games aren't something you lock yourself in 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 your room and play all night like they can be a thing that you do with your friends and it brings you together and i still do that like um friend of the show berg um we've we've been playing uh ghost of tsushima we've been doing the raid and you know it's it's something that we do together and it's fun to do together and for me goldeneye was the first game that really taught me that and so that those are great memories for me i'll agree Uh, with you 100 percent that Goldeneye story is because I tried playing it the other day. I'm like, this is awful. It but hurts Goldeneye, your eyes. Like it makes Goldeneye your eyes is a bleed. Very social game. Like very social game. Yeah. That's what it's meant to be. Next one, Final Fantasy VII for the original PlayStation. <sighs> Final <sighs> Fantasy VII is a game that, first of all, when my mom and my stepdad got married, it was right at the same time. Uh, that I had uh, was got Final Fantasy VII and was playing it for the first time, and it was close to the end. And I at the wedding reception, it was like getting later in the evening, and I was like, "I don't feel good. I gotta go home." And I just like got a ride home so that I could go play more Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I didn't want salmon. This wedding is bullshit. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII was my Jurassic Park moment for video games. We're okay. playing that game, and visually, what happens in this and the story, like they're presenting it, and it looks so good. Uh, you know, obviously, it has aged. Um, the remake, though, was extremely good as well. They made a remake that just came out uh, this year that looks fucking spectacular and is great. But the original at the time looks amazing, uh, and it blows your mind. And the story is like next level, and you're like, video games can be this. This can be what a video game is. Okay. And, and 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 that is yeah it's my Jurassic Park moment of video games and actually the really cool thing about the remake of it is that I feel like the remake did such a good job of of showing you not just taking exactly what happened and in, making the graphics better but making the game what you remember it looking like even though it didn't look like that do you know does that make sense yeah yeah it does yeah in, yeah. in a weird fucked up way I, I know what you're saying yeah and that was a really interesting thing about the remake and it, and it was good good top three got... talk thanks for thanks for coming with me on this journey no this and was now fun. also I, um... don't fucking text me tomorrow i'm gonna be playing video games i don't have time 
<laughs> I got, uh, I used to get so frustrated with the Final Fantasy games because you couldn't actually fight. Like it was always just, it was an RPG. Yeah. They're different I hate, now. I hate turn-based games. Oh, like, I, I, I like want to swing a sword. I want to swing a sword. Do you remember uh, Super Mario RPG too? That oh, I never game. played it actually. Yeah. That was a turn-based game. I got very frustrated by it. <laughs> I am an impatient person. You got any crit? Just to, uh, this was awesome. Thanks for taking me on this journey. Do you have any crispy gems this week? Yeah, I got I got a crispy gem for you. On Netflix, Overlord. Overlord? What's World this about? World War II movie. Some soldiers get trapped behind enemy lines. Oh, this is the lines. zombie one. Yeah. Nazi zombies. And this yeah. movie fucking rules. Like, I mean, if you heard that description and you're like, oh, not for me, then you're going to hate it. But if you heard that description and you're like, fuck yeah, then you're going to love it. That's it. That's the whole, that's the pitch. Okay. I actually, um, I wanted to see this, but it looks a little too scary. Uh, my Crispy Jam, also on Netflix, was uh, Pampilon. I'm sorry, uh, what? Pampilon. <laughs> Pampilon. It's um, Charlie Hoonan and Rami Malek. I've never heard of it. Well, I mean, I know those two guys, but it's I about, haven't heard of this movie. It's a 2018 movie. It's about uh, these two guys. One's wrongly accused, and one is a rich guy arrested for forgery, and they get sent to French Guiana. It's based on the memoirs of Charlie Hoonan's character, and I'm not going to butcher his name. It's like Henri... But, um, just Nailed it. His name. but yeah, it's I'm not going to on... butcher his name. I'm just going to mock it with a mumbly <laughs> just, fake. No, it's a very French name. And then there's uh, Charlie Hoonan. Does it. it's, I think it's well acted. It's not, as, it's not a typical tuck movie with explosions and things like that, but it kind of... And it's not doesn't capture sort of the magic that Shawshank has with regards to prison movies, but it's got... Shawshank-esque elements, and I, I don't know. I liked it. I um, It's not going to be my top-ranked Crispy Jim, but I watched it, and I, I wanted to finish it. So it was a good... That's uh, <laughs> my review. Yeah, I watched it, and I wanted to finish it. No, it was better than uh, it was better than Escape Room. So yeah, I don't know. It was good. Go. Rami, Malek was, Rami Malek was good in it. And, yeah, he's um, good. And Charlie Hoonan. Yeah, so... Charlie's hit uh, or miss. He's fine. Nothing special. No, I think he doesn't play Jax Teller in it, which is good. And yeah. I think... Um, it talks about like it, some of the stuff this guy went through. It's like holy shit, and he survived, and he wrote a wrote a memoir about it. Which the memoir has since been disputed as not his story, as multiple people's stories, and they kind of they kind of address that in the movie. So that was good. But um, no, Pempilon on Netflix. Sorry if I butchered the French name to all of our French listeners. Je m'excuse. Je m'excuse. You know, I'm bad with accents. We've talked about this before, so I just appreciate you doing your best. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Okay, that's a wrap, buddy. That's a wrap. Uh, that's it. Um, talk to you next week if I don't quit the podcast because I'm too busy with my haptic feedback on my controller. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give you the haptic feedback that the PlayStation 5 is going to give, so I understand. Tuck gives me a special sort of feedback where he just texts me and says, you weren't funny enough. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you texted me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was I was, I was fluffing it for uh, artistic a little bit of Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Tuck, did we ever come up with a nickname for our our listeners or not yet? The Tuck and Rollers? Uh, No, we didn't. Let's tweet it. Yeah. I will say that a couple of listeners that I text with um, refer to the podcast as TNR as shorthand, which is nice that they've got a shorthand for us. I appreciate that. TNR. Yeah, we got a a nickname. Welcome to TNR. uh, Why don't you tweet us... Listeners, why don't you tweet us what you want to be called? This is like that scene in Big Daddy when he's like, "What do you? Well, I don't, I don't care. What do you want your name to be? I want my name to be Batman or Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. 
It's a good name. <laughs> that movie is so good. Okay, that's it. We're done. Take it easy. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> I claim Pennsylvania! <laughs> Bye! <laughs>